little bit uh, of turnip. What I is mean, it? We're both basically in the same a root vegetable. At seven there, I think that <laughs> it's really good root vegetable. <laughs> it's an underrated. You root like vegetable. turnips, huh? It's very good in soup. Oh, an excellent addition to a soup. Uh, underrated for yeah, sure. Yeah, I honestly cannot remember last time I ate a turnip. Like, I feel like I must have eaten it pickled, too. That's That what? must be the last time That's I had turnip. That's the most Adam thing I've ever heard. A pickled turnip. Pickled turnip. Get your pickled turnips at Adam's Fresh Market. Hey, send me a dime and I'll give you a turnip. Oh, welcome to Adam's Fresh Market. Oh, oh <laughs> that was the funky oh. one. What's that? Welcome to season three, episode four of the Welcome podcast. Welcome to season three of the podcast. Where we watch that episode of a TV show. <laughs> it's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. Yeah, that's right. I'm Lisa. That is also right. I am also Adam. Yeah. We're super excited to be here. We're so excited. We're so excited that you're so excited. We're literally on fire. Ah, ah, we watched. Ah, we, we, ah, 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 ah. Oh, cool. <laughs> we're, and by on fire, we mean we're we're hot. Yeah, literally. So hot. Very warm. We watched 90 Day Fiance today. We did. Uh, speaking we did. of hot. Well, speaking of very warm. Yeah. Colombia. Almost uncomfortably warm. Oh, yeah. The uh, show itself. <laughs> we watched, yeah, 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. uh, upon request of a dear friend of mine, uh, his mother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you, how, uh, do they wish to be named? Uh, the mother. A Angie. Angie. Deal with it. Thank you. You know, it'd be really embarrassing what? if that wasn't her name. Oh. It'd be fucked up, man. Well, she probably is like, Pretty oh. sure it's Angie. She's probably like, oh, it was probably some other friend's mother that suggested this. An well, Ange, I do an remember her daughter's woman. name, Cammie. Wow. Shout outs. And, well, sorry, what was the mother's name? And Cammie and Angie, Angie, this one's for you. Cammie and Angie, this is for you. Uh, Thank you for <laughs> being cool. <laughs> they 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 listened to this when they uh when Cammy went to visit her mother in uh beep Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was no sound effect, that was Lisa's mouth. <laughs> Uh, as far okay. as I know, they live in a shithole because <laughs> it sounds like a swear word where they come from. Uh, <laughs> well, she doesn't live there. Mm -hmm. Her mom lives there. Aww. In the beep yeah. You can say okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Adam's uh, not entertained. It's a tough it's a tough conversation to have when it's been redacted. Um for <laughs> oh, the person for one of the people in the conversation. <laughs> it's beep, just uh, delete it from the But just, is it the beep, or is it beep, who knows? No, now they're gonna you have to cut out that whole part. <laughs> oh shit. That's fine. <laughs> 
they listened to it and they requested this episode and we, I really appreciate that you you listened at all. That was very nice. Thank you, Cammy. Thank you, Angie. Uh, we, <laughs> what do you think of this show, Lisa? I mean, you already said hot and uncomfortable. Um, I would I would change the hot to awkward um, and the uncomfortable to like Ooh, teeth gritting like it cringy? was cringy it was very cringy and at the same time like i have never seen these conversations had before and they seem like very important conversations and to address uh, them so directly directly and was, humanly it, it was refreshing almost <laughs> I don't so know. You found, I found wow. like I found a lot of like wow, this is a complicated situation to be in. That's exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, and it is a complicated situation to be in and for those of you who don't know like we didn't know, the conceit of the show is yes. it finds people who get a special 90-day engagement visa where they have 90 days to be in the U.S. in order to get married. And then once you're married, you do you get a green card immediately? I don't know how it works exactly, but... I'm not sure. You, like, you get to be... You, you are a citizen. If, you're, if your spouse is a citizen, you can live in the country and you don't need a yeah. specific visa to be here. I, I mean, think. it's probably a different kind of visa or something. It's still, I think you still have to apply for a green card. That and either way, it's not clear what they're getting. But the point is that they would be able to stay in the United States yes. for the foreseeable future, yes, for a much longer time than anticipated. Than anticipated. the The whole concept of it is actually very reality show esque. I straight up thought this was just a reality show of people who like agree to be on the show and be engaged for 90 days and then see if they want to marry each other. Ah, but this is like... I kind of thought that too. I thought that's what it was going into it. But maybe we're <laughs> maybe we're too used to like love is blind or something like that. Or or the there's another one. Married at first sight. Yeah. That one's pretty... Yeah. Pretty. That one's tough. And, <laughs> and the editing in this is much better. Although this is third season. I don't know. It's... <sighs> The editing on these shows is so important. It's so important. And it's so, it's got a point of view, you know? Yeah, it's it does. so, I, I want, like, <laughs> I, am, there are conversations where I am definitely like, this editor is making it seem a certain way. Specifically, the uh, Fernando and Carolina conversation with her parents really made it seem yeah. like. They're building up to something. Very I mean, bad. That's why I... Oh, well, we should just talk about the episode. Yeah. This episode is called Full Surprises. It came out November 5th, 2015 on TLC. Living together proves tough for Mark and Nikki. Alexandra's past shocks Josh's family. Melanie looks for the perfect ring and meets Tavares' mom. Kyle makes a big jump to prove his love to noon in Colombia. Fernando has upsetting news for Carol... Carolina? Carolina. Yeah. Juliet Marias is the story producer, so I probably had a lot to say in the editing room yeah. about how it all came together. Yeah. Rachel Knudsen uh, is camera operator. Alex Fishman was the post-production supervisor, who I also assume had a lot to say in, in the, the editing, editing room. As well, yeah. Um, this episode was fraught. 
<laughs> coming into this oh, yeah. show not knowing what this was like about i skipped over the like before happened thing or like yeah. it took me a moment and i i did hear in the like previously on i heard on the previously on that um that nikki and mark that nikki is 19 years old and i was like what the fuck because oh, yeah, mark, mark is 58 like, fuck really yeah. he's 58 years yeah, old yeah she's 19 yeah. she's his second wife yeah from the At philippines least, yeah oh yeah definitely a second which wife from you the philippines. is revealed halfway through the episode but mm-hmm. perhaps at this point you already know i mean i assume i'm assuming that third season that you meet all new couples yeah i think it's i think it's a new couples every season it must be you are you seem bamboozled and baffled by the show (laughs) lots of b words are flowing across my face feelings yeah about the show and the concept i have lots of feelings (laughs) lisa this show had a lot of really tough moments between people some weird like a lot of social commentary coming out of it without i mean the beauty of of a show like this is that it allows the conversations to happen without making any sort of statement about it without taking a stance on like i don't see the producers i don't see the the anyone on the show making a choice about how they feel about this visa about mm-hmm. how they feel about immigrant relations right or immigration at, at law at all mm-hmm. or like it doesn't seem like there's the commentary on it is seems very tertiary if yeah. anything it's it's like it doesn't seem like the show is commenting on immigration other than the the fact that it is a process beyond most people's control, beyond yeah. everyone's control. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the only perspective we get of it as a system, as a social system in our in our country, at least. Um, that's, and I don't know anything about it, truly. Yeah. I, I do know it can be difficult to obtain a visa even if you, even if you are married to someone who, like is a citizen no no like like if that person came into the country undocumented like i've known people who were married to an undocumented people Mm -hmm. person uh and and they had been married for several years and it was still like a struggle to get him a green card yeah i've known people who and it might just be where he was from because i've also i've known people who didn't who lived here for 20 years on a visa or whatever, and and then eventually took took a long time, but then did get a green card, and it w- took like a year maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, I don't know who's deciding. I don't know what the determining factors in, yeah. and and even in this, like everybody else seemed to not have a problem getting the ninety day fiance visa, S- except for yeah, this Carolina. one family or this one like couple. I wonder if the producers of this show must just reach out to anyone applying for this visa to say, Hey, would you like to be on our show? Would oh you? yeah. Like that must be how, well, how do they get it. Like they're talent scouting among people who are actually looking for an actual visa or are people using this show to get that visa? But then uh, why wouldn't, probably some sort why of combination. wouldn't Fernando and Carolina have the visa, you know, like, if the yeah, show how did could they guarantee get them that a visa, yeah, 
it honestly could be a million things. Yeah. Or could could be any number of things that we could guess. It's probably one of those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's unfortunate because Fernando had said that he hadn't seen, they hadn't seen each other for a year, which is... 10 months. That's awful. That's yeah. really difficult to do. And they were... It, it sound, I thought they were married, but they weren't. No. They, they still haven't... I think if you're on this show, you have to actually do the 90 day fiance thing like it's interesting that like he has to get her over on this visa in order for her to have 90 days to decide to marry him you know that's like yeah. a weird that's where the reality show aspect of it felt a little like more present yeah it, it was sort of like because he was being put in this hot seat or he felt like he was being put in a hot seat yeah in like a are is this real or not situation yeah that's how he felt according to him in his own talking heads and uh the family it seemed to me were just like well are you gonna take care of our daughter or not yeah, like what are that's your, all what we are want your plans after all of this and and it, i don't know this is where i think this is where i'm not sure is did the editor just cut out his response or did the editor oh, or yeah, did he genuinely he not have a response yeah yeah that was, uh, we might never know. We might never, or, I mean, or, yeah. I guarantee I will probably <laughs> never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we will never know. <laughs> I am not going to seek out more episodes of this show, y'all. Yeah, it's hard to watch it and because uh, like a million different things are going through your mind, right? There's yeah. like, there's the wanting to support uh People that you think might genuinely, first of all, genuinely want to escape their their situation, mm-hmm. where whatever their lives are, where where they're immigrating from, there are people that you might think could be genuinely caring about each other, you yeah. know, uh, and genuinely genuinely want to start a life with this person, uh, and you want to support that, mm-hmm. right? You want to believe in love. You want You'd to come into you, the show yeah. and, and you want to believe it. You want to believe in love. But then you watch something like like Mark I th- I really genuinely think he's trying. But yeah. in the it, he's just kind of a a, a dope. Yeah, uh, like it's so Mark, the 58-year-old with his 19-year-old fiance, she's from the Philippines, he's from California. Uh, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Um, he has a he has children. He has uh, children that are older than his fiance, and he's like talking about this, like this is her first week in the U.S. and like he had spent time in the Philippines, and that's where yes. they met. And now they're in the U.S. This is her first week in the U.S. and she's bored already because. He's busy with work. He's a fucking like taskmaster making her like get up so that they can have breakfast together. And he's got a weird ass train whistle. He's just a fucking weirdo, like older guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's very much like my way is the right way to yeah, live. Yeah. And, and he's doing his yard work and she's just kind of sitting there because she literally has nothing in this world, in this world, like uh, except the for US, him. Uh, except for him. There's like several things happening, right? Yeah. They're not either. They're not communicating with each other. Which they aren't. Yeah, uh, they're not, or or we're not seeing that. Yeah, oh, true, true. Or, and if they are communicating, then there's a, a message being lost. Like maybe they're not aware of how to communicate as 
as effectively as they they could be. Yeah. Um. That that could be a number of reasons. That could be cultural. That could be like a language barrier. Uh. It could just be that that one of them is not seeing the way the other one. It could mm-hmm. be like an empathy thing that they're not grasping at. Um. But it seems like Mark. Mark is not aware of the issue that that she doesn't have anything but him that that she right. that she wants him, him to spend time with her mm-hmm. and she is maybe not aware that he has the issues of like she needs to be an independent person yeah for him to be happy yeah in their relationship like he's not setting his expect expectations for the relationship and he's not telling her what what he expects of her right he's sort of just demanding it yeah he's just putting his hands on her shoulders and pushing her in a direction basically feels like the entire the entire scenario that they have in this episode and and the one thing is is like okay i could see that she's gonna get bored without having something that she can invest her life in uh without having a sort of like feeling of freedom beyond me and so he does the thing <laughs> that his generation sees as the object of freedom, which is a car. He buys her a car. Oh yeah, uh, which that's is a, a really insightful comment. You he talk does to, the y- thing. Yeah, it's like that's you talk to anyone of that age group, and they'll talk <laughs> about the first car they had as if it was the moment that they became their own person. Yeah, a lot of people of that age group tend to see driving as finally being free finally being able to have control over your life go where you want to go and do that kind of stuff yeah um which i think is different for people of our generation and (laughs) especially people younger um because cars come with uh cars represent so much more like institution than they used to it's a location too yeah has a lot to do with it yeah like if living here in chicago i don't need a car. No, yeah. And Living in I, New York, you probably you don't need a don't car. Don't need a car so much. LA, do you need a car? Definitely need that uh, car. And I imagine Baltimore, Maryland doesn't have the the most robust of public transportation systems. Yeah. <laughs> and and you'd probably definitely need a car if you're going to have some iota of yeah. being able to go places on your own. It's very interesting though. I mean, this is what 2017 2015. 2015 is... Oh, is that yeah, when that's the when it aired. aired. Got it, yeah. Oh, my goodness. 2015 is when it aired. It feels way earlier than that, right? It feels like It feels like this could have 2000s. happened as last year. Oh, really? Well, or like, this could have happened pre-pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know, 2019, 2018, but 2015 is really... It only seems further away because of the that's pandemic. True. That's and true. because of how much our lives have changed yeah. in a short... Very short Two time. years. The, uh, Three years? Two years. 2022? Yeah. Who knows how much? It's been literally, uh, it's probably going to be a decade of repercussions from this. Um, The, (laughs) I I don't know if that's going to give her the freedom that she wants, especially because we find out later after he gives her the car (laughs) that this is the exact car, his ex-wife that he bought for his ex-wife to give her freedom because it's the car that she wanted and then never got to use and immediately Nikki's face goes from like oh this is a crazy well, wild she did gift use it. His, his ex-wife did use it and drove it around a lot she no, liked it no no he said she couldn't get her driving 
situation. She couldn't oh, get no way. a driver's license. Yeah. Oh. So she never really drove it. Um, and so Dang. immediately Nikki's face falls is like, is this the exact <laughs> same car you bought? She's and, like, how fucking dare yeah, you? Yeah. I am. Well, I think, and she had an interesting perspective by the end of it of like wanting to make that sad memory happy. Yeah. Which is again, him putting his hands on her shoulders and pushing her through his past, you know? And I mean, yeah. I get it when you're in a relationship with a person and someone has to work through something, but like, damn, it really feels like you are being used as a, <laughs> a 2.0 version of the previous wife. Yeah. Well, and yeah, it being that he met her in the same place, yeah. I assume uh, she's also was brought on over on a K1 visa. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing is like, the way he talked to her was kind of like condescending. Yeah. Like, like treating her, like doing it for her, like leading her to the water and telling her that he has, she has to take a drink. Yeah. Uh, when she was like, holy shit, I'm not comfortable doing this. He yeah. was like, it's fine. You're fine. And not, he didn't care to listen to her at all about no. what she wanted to say. Like he could have just asked her, Hey, like, I want you to have hope, hopes and dreams. How can I help you achieve them? Yeah. What What kind of do you do you see yourself having hopes and dreams yeah, in this country? Like, that's okay. Yes. <laughs> Reality shows are all about the surprise thing, right? And surprises come <laughs> not from conversations; they come from a single person's concept of what quote unquote romance is or what like yeah. what um, yeah all of what these a person men needs. were deciding yeah. what what their partner should should want yeah or, or you know like the guy with the skydiving she ended up really liking it i mean it was uh, like okay it was so, very sweet. so that was that was um <laughs> kyle and noon oh that was kyle and noon who and so it was, was mark and uh, Mark and Nikki, were, Nikki. Are, are the people we were just talking about. Kyle, I like Kyle and Noon. Kyle and Noon, I liked them as well. <laughs> they were they were more... They're closer in age. Closer in age. Yeah. They're more similar in outlook than any of the other couples, it seems. Because they were yeah. both kind of just... Like, like he was a bro-y like, bachelor <laughs> guy. And she was like a young woman in a new country. And like... But, like, she seemed to be very comfortable with his friends already. She seemed to, like, uh, you know, it wasn't like he was. He wasn't pushing her in no, any direction. No, Actually, he was very concerned about her happiness there. Right. And she was actually, she wanted to push him or, or was, like, concerned about his stasis in the place that he lived at the moment the grossness of his place how he doesn't clean how there's so many bugs in it and stuff yeah and like which totally valid girl very fucking valid he has gotta get up and do something but at the same time she wasn't like absolutely upset and it sounded like they had definitely talked about that you know it seemed like a thing that they were both aware of this not being an ideal situation um and uh, like I just got the sense that they got along and they communicated. And yeah. like, even though this was a big grand surprise, it was a sweet one. He takes her skydiving, which is crazy. And Lisa and I will never do it. <laughs> um, you can't yeah. fucking make us. You can't trick us. We Don't will know what's you coming. Fucking even dare. if you, even if you try and do it to like, it, like get engaged to us, you ask us <laughs> to marry you. 
We're going to see yeah. it coming from a mile away. We watched this episode of we 90 know Day what's Fiance. Happening. We do. We're not getting in the car. We're not getting in the car. Or your roommate. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and we. And even if we get in the plane, uh-huh. we're not jumping out we're of it. We're not jumping you out of that plane. Knock us out and yeah. push us out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> it looks yeah. terrifying. But she was a very good sport. She was a very good sport. She fucking did it. I mean, it's almost a metaphor for what she's doing by coming to the ah, U.S. She did take a quite a big leap. She and took a big leap. Also, he did it with her. He so did do it with her. Could you imagine if he was just waiting at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> and he never jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be here so. to to ask you to marry me, so I stayed down on the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but he, and he put this big poster that she could see from the air. Yeah. You know? There's, and she was crying. She was crying. It was sweet. Come on. It was sweet. It's hard. I mean, I think watching these shows, you can fall very easily into a trap of like, oh, God, judging everybody yeah. here and thinking, what the fuck is wrong with them? And Yeah. Uh, well, or at least I fall into that trap with the people that are American, like mm. the, what's her name? DeVars? Uh, Melanie. With Melanie and with the, the guy. Josh. Josh and Alexandra, Melanie. DeVar, Josh and Alexandra are Kyle the. Noon. Is Alexandra the the Russian? The Russian, yeah. Yeah, so those two sort of like, well, and I don't think Melanie was pushing a lifestyle on to Devar, but no. Josh's family, I mean, they are asking a lot of Alexandra. Yeah. And, I mean, it's they're not very forgiving of. It seems to be that they're not very forgiving or understanding. Yeah, I don't know how much support his family is giving her because of the editing. There might be more that they are actually there for. But from what I see, it really seems like she comes here. She's doing a lot to be a person that he needs her to be for his family. Yeah. And no one is giving her any. No one is making her feel at all home it's almost like i mean and that's the other element of the show how much of the culture of the person you're bringing over are you respecting right and like fernando it seems like he uh, he at least knows spanish yeah he's fluent which is that's that's huge yeah especially uh for someone who i mean she uh carolina doesn't speak english Right. right. And and like when he first said Carolina doesn't speak much Spanish, so I want her to speak more English so that she could be more uh, comfortable in America. I was like, oh, fuck you. And then I was like, oh, he speaks he speaks Spanish. He understands what she's saying. She, yeah. He can talk to her family in Spanish and stuff. And like I was like, oh, OK, he, so he, he really wants her to wants be comfortable. To look out for her. Yeah. Uh, but I still fucking fair. I still I, fucking don't trust this fucking guy. I don't trust him right? either. There's something like, hey, look, buddy, we don't think you follow through on the paperwork either. Just to be uh, yeah, clear. Yeah. Yeah. I think he probably sent something in late. Uh, maybe. He, like the divorce papers from his previous yeah. wife. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned um, divorce papers once. And I was just like, <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Plot oh. twist. He's been married before. <laughs> he's 38. She's 22. Wow. Yeah. That's, he, she's quite young mm-hmm. and she's still living with her family. Mm-hmm. And she's, I mean, her, I didn't know if he respected her concerns. Yeah. As much because she said that her life, she put her entire life on hold. Yeah. She's, she's she not can't working. Work. She can't, yeah. I, I assume she just like can't work because she doesn't know when she's either supposed to be leaving or maybe. Because, like, she's being told, 
every month that in it's two months two time months. yeah, yeah. The, that so, she'll be good to go i mean maybe she doesn't need to work maybe he's helping her financially and she just wants to have a more active social life or yeah. something either way i mean that's brutal to like it's tough and then long distance for 10 months on top of yeah. that that's that's a lot of very hard conversations to have in that one moment and all we see is like and he has to reassure her parents that like this is a that they are actually doing this. And like, there is no, I don't think there is a way at all to come into a room where people are like, this thing hasn't happened for a very long time. Do you still want to do this? And be like, yes, we're, I am working on it. I'm doing like yeah. his energy just is just, just, he's not excited. He's not, he's, it seems like they were, it, it was very heartwarming when they reunited. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, Oh, like you, why aren't you more excited to see this woman that you supposedly love? Yeah. That you like, he, he just seemed nervous. He seemed nervous. He seemed like overcome with failure, you know? And like, that yeah. was one of the things she said, I hope Fernando doesn't fail me. And we're just like, lady, he already <laughs> oh, did. Yeah, it feels he already, like. <laughs> he already let you down. But at the same time, why can't she just fly over for you know, pleasure. Yeah, you know? why was it 10 months? Why was it 10 months? And like, why couldn't they just visit more often? Yeah. Is there a money situation? Like and like, why? So I get this whole show is, the conceit is around people coming to the US, but why aren't these people moving to the other countries? You know, especially and if you want to marry And that's what I thought was person. happening. I thought Fernando was going to be moving to Colombia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's great. Yeah. It's a good take. Yeah, why wouldn't you? First of all, it's, it seemed beautiful. Yeah. And and he does speak the language. Yeah. It wouldn't be that. I guess the only transition would be it's it's quite a different, it's a different culture, but she would also be putting herself in that same boat mm -hmm. where she's faced with an entirely different culture. Right. That that she and she doesn't know the language, and I mean he, that's that's the thing is like, it's so hard to think about like man versus a woman coming to the United States, yeah, and like what kind of respect is a woman going to get versus a man? Yeah. Uh, just knowing like from my own experience what what it's like to be a woman in the United States. And then outside of that in, in Colombia and what I know about, I don't know much about Colombian culture, but I imagine it's as far as like respecting a man, there's like a similar treatment maybe mm. of like what a man can provide for a woman and what a man means in a family mm -hmm. that, that, that you have in the United States and in Latin cultures, you know, mm. just from my experience with, different latin cultures and not being latin at all yeah so i assume well it's it's um, that it might be harder for her to make the move either way you know i i i also see and i'm gonna like pivot on your point in a sec but i also see like people have concepts of the u.s that is a certain concept you know you go there everything's going to be you know uh diamonds and hollywood and <laughs> and like like amazing money opportunity you <laughs> yeah. know land of um and and it must be like very difficult to to face when that's that kind of concept fails or that concept diminishes oh, in, yeah. in people's eyes and it really feels like 
so many of the people that are doing this are very young women. Uh, because yeah. maybe that's just good television, but it's also like these are the kinds of people that are um, disenfranchised, are disenfranchised, but also are are a commodity. You know what I mean? Like they are traded. They have always been, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. uh, like a father That's sells his daughter to wealth and stuff of the show. Right. Yeah. Is like how much of this is some sort of gross sort of uh, perpetuating of of colonialism yeah. of of like of that of commodifying women yeah. <laughs> when there's one there's only one man on the show and mm-hmm. Devon who's from Jamaica De- Devon Devar Oh sorry Devar yeah, yeah my my handwriting makes <laughs> ours look like ends <laughs> uh who who is from Jamaica and I well so their whole story is like will his mother approve of him dating a white woman yeah. and I as a white woman I'd be like yeah I get that cuz yeah. my people have been terrible colonizers like right. she has every right to be concerned aside from the horrible history of of colonizers in the caribbean Mm -hmm. and jamaica Mm -hmm. there's just like all the other things that came after that didn't improve on that situation uh so yeah i mean i think melanie could have done a lot more to be more understanding instead of just being very insecure about it she was so insecure about it but i also get the sense uh, going back to communication, that these two people don't really communicate that much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about uh, like uh, their boundaries or or their fears and stuff. Yeah. They don't know how to quell each other's fears. They don't know how to like understand each other in that way. And and like man, she 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 seemed really the, she was the first so, time I saw her smile. Yeah. Was when he was interacting with his family. Yeah. Which was like, oh, this is very sweet. I mm-hmm. could see where, like, she's clearly enamored with him. Absolutely. And it, that was the moment where I was like, oh, this guy <laughs> is a sweet guy. You know, like, yeah. I was immediately, like, before it was like, we had seen the preview of him interacting <laughs> with her sister. And there was, like, tension there. And he's like, so I decided to her, I decided to take her ring shopping to ease the tension. Which just feels very, yeah. like... Uh, it feels like a gross move because it's so television-y of a move. It feels so like reality show of a move. Oh, I'm going to like make it's her relax with this sort of also thing. Also another, from my perspective, another very dude thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, just like, I mean, that's if I'm being an essentialist, then that's how I'm seeing it. This this is like a choice that he's making because society tells him this this is how men deal with problems uh-huh. they buy their women cars they right. take them skydiving yeah. to propose to them again yeah and they, they, they buy like they buy them rings buy them rings um but he's not buying the ring it's her parents buying the ring but they're getting the rings they're like making yes. that like thing happen um and <sighs> it's hard cuz there's there's all of these layers of things yeah. happening, right? Yeah. Where you're like, what part of this is sexism? What part of this is like gross racism? What part of this is, is gross a hold colonialism? Of, yeah, a what holdover co- from colonialism is colonialism. What part of what part of this is actual endearing love? What part of this is actual like like two people yeah. wanting to is spend there any time with each other? Fetishizing happening yeah. here. It's like how do you talk about this show and not talk about 
those things? How do you talk, like watch the show? And I mean, all of that's sort of on the forefront of my mind. And this is kind of the show because like, that's the whole point of the show. It feels like because it's <laughs> about people from another country coming to this country in a very truncated time period, yeah. like deciding whether or not they're, they want to live here, but also deciding whether or not they are going to uh, make a life decision that is quote unquote forever, you know? And, and yeah. is, and, and all of this is like balanced on the illusion of what we see of as love and the belief that it exists out there and it changes people's lives and anyone can love anyone. Yeah. You know? And, and also balanced on on what does marriage mean? Yeah. And what does it mean to 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 not just the people who are getting married, but to the government? Yeah. What does it mean to the government that is dictating yeah. whether or not their marriage is legitimate? And then and then finally and I guess foremostly, what does it mean to you, the viewer? Yeah. Right? It's like it's it's all of these <laughs> questions are so huge. Like him telling her and t talking with her, hey, my mom probably does feel uncomfortable that I'm wearing marrying a white woman. That's a huge conversation to have. And that's an important conversation to have in a relationship. And it's like, OK, like we have to understand as individuals what our racial identities mean to us but then also what it means to us in this partnership because there's so much of the world that has an opinion that about has it has an opinion about it and we have to be ready to face those things when those challenges come up and that's not a thing that like it seems like she has ever thought about facing or wants to face and she yeah. she even like makes the point of like people might think he's trying to marry me to get his green card, but I don't want to listen to what people think. And like, it really sounds like that she doesn't want to address any of that because she doesn't want, she, she wants to have such control over her reality as <laughs> to not have to think about the, what it means, what it means. Yeah. Which is to be uh, marrying a Jamaican. Uh, man. I don't and, know. That's, it seems like she's setting herself up for failure a little yeah. bit or, or deluding herself maybe because, mm. I mean, there might be a world where none of that, I mean, it, it might not matter to her, right? She, she might be telling herself that it doesn't matter, but it matter, it, it might come up as problems, you mm -hmm. know, it might, it obviously, it mattered at some point to his mom. He was concerned about it mattering to her. What's, I mean, Melanie didn't care what her mother's concerns were. It seemed like she wasn't like, well, why? I would like to know what your concerns are about him marrying me as a, mm -hmm. and, and as a white woman, you know, mm -hmm. like that question never came up. Yeah. Uh, it was which, just, yeah, which it may have come up and they didn't yeah, you're televise right. it. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know if there was a mature adult conversation and, and, and any of this show, like yeah. there's no way to know, but we don't see it either way, which mm -hmm. the thing is like that kind of thing is beneficial to, to, to see. see, to see you need to, that's a huge conversation. I guess it's been a conversation for a long time. Like this is a conversation that has been had in the past before yeah, and will be had in the future because of what people have done to people, what countries have done to countries, what like societies have done to 
other societies and we no matter what there are different experiences had by people of different racial economic gender groups yeah and it's it's all it's all coming together in this show 90 day fiance fiance. which i i mean i'm wondering is there any 90 day fiance with queer Queer representation i don't know and i just had that thought as well because the conceit of the show is about immigration oh well and if there was it wouldn't be in i think 2015 is when this legislation passed when you were technically legally no but uh, like nationally able to get married Oh, oh, for queer people. For to yes, the yeah. government finally was like, yeah. we acknowledge uh, relationships, right? Queer relationships, essentially. Yeah. Uh, 2015, 2016. Still remains to be seen yeah. what they think of uh, if they respect or acknowledge non-binary right genders, but they, I mean, they don't acknowledge it federally. I suppose they there might be some state acknowledgement of mm-hmm. of that, but. In that case, then what do you, if you are to get married, what do you even put on your, do you, you have to decide a gender. Yeah. Which, that sucks. Like, that's, <laughs> I, I remember, okay, plug for a podcast I love very much um, that I might have brought up before. It's called The Allusionist, and it's a podcast about words um, uh, hosted by Helen Zaltzman. Check it out. Um, but she talks about... Uh, frequently she talks about just expanding language and what words mean and what words do for us. Oh, um, yeah. But like, uh, she talks some to entomology, no etymology, etymology, entomology is bugs. bugs. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but, uh, she, she did one on, um, on non-binary and trans people who are, uh, who, who become pregnant and who have babies. Um, and like the entire language surrounding that and what it means to be, you know, a, wow. a parent, a mom, called? a mother. It's called the allusionist. Allusionist. Yeah. Why am I going Like there? making allusions to something. I uh, love that. Definitely recommend it. A very cool piece of um, podcasting and a very cool, interesting uh, uh, journalism piece as well and, Ooh, and a way to language yeah <laughs> and it, i mean that's the thing is like it's it is important to talk about stuff but this i mean it's also hard to talk about stuff because it's language is language can be harmful language can be and, harmful and, and can how be, you frame things yeah can be can be quite difficult uh i struggle with talking about um i mean you you and i both i think struggle with talking about like anything regarding a race that is not our own yeah or sexuality or gender that's not our own like it's we're we're both very careful because we don't want to be hurtful in any way you know like we're careful because we we know that there are so many things that we don't know and in order to like make points about it we wish we had more knowledge about yeah. a thing in order to make a point more or a knowledge, joke or a, more or language anything, more language about it and it's hard because you want i mean I, for me i want everyone to feel included and like that this is a safe space for for people for anyone to to be able to come and listen to to this and i you you don't want to say anything that's that's not true to how you feel that's not 
you just want to create a safe space, you right. know? Yeah. And you, but you also want to make commentary and it's like, but sometimes not, you don't know what the language is to yeah. make that commentary. And, and I think, I uh, I think one of the things that catches me is I understand that we like have listeners, but I also understand that I'm not an expert and I'm just trying to have yeah. a conversation with my limited knowledge and, and having the conversation is important. Um, but like, I don't have to know everything. And I think asking the questions is just as important, uh, even if we yeah, don't come true. to an answer yeah. for them. Uh, well, and that's kind of the beauty of what this show is doing. It's is that it allows you to think about it at least, and if, and it especially doesn't it doesn't lead you, or I mean, it appears to not lead you as far as like what you should think about the situation. Although there's probably quite a bit more manipulating in the editing process, I think, mm. or not. Maybe they're trying to be very hands off. Like I don't know what the ethics of editing is in yeah. this situation. Like I feel like. The main thought in the editing room is what's the most entertainment, entertaining piece of television we can make. Yeah. And that's concerning. Well, um, also, I think it's like, I thought Alexandra's storyline was handled really well. Yeah. They were able to tell us what her concerns are. Yeah. They were able to show us why she has those concerns yeah. w with the editing, right? So Alexandra, she's a, she's a Russian uh, girl, she's 21 and her uh, fiance is 22. Um, uh, Josh, yeah. Josh is taking her to the U.S. to meet his family, um, and um, this is Oz. <laughs> Oz is, is really digging in, really into digging his into his bed. He's got to find, <laughs> got to find the most comfortable spot on it. Um, jo Josh needs her to, or needed her to convert to Mormonism. Uh, in order yeah. to, in order to get engaged, which she did, which, which she was did huge, yeah, because she because of what she says her life was before. Yeah, she was a, she was a partier. She would go to clubs. She partied. She loved drinking. She loved. Uh, she has tattoos. She loved dancing. And now, yeah. and she didn't really have much more than that. That was kind of what she did. It oh, seems and she dressed like, how she wanted. And she to. dressed how she yeah. wanted to in a very European free kind of way. And then she goes to a. Uh, a group of Mormons who have a lot more, not even traditional. What is that? What is the word for? Prudent? Yeah. Yeah. Prudent. I don't know. Uh, prudish. Uh, uh, they're, they have a, a totally different, what I would say is a standard for how absolutely. women should be dressing. Dressing, behaving. Which is interesting. I don't know that... And her, is there a standard for men in in Mormonism? What's the what's I the mean, trade off there? The men, the men also have to have like a full <laughs> covering underneath their clothes as well, as I understand it. Uh, but there's probably definitely freedoms and uh, yeah. uh, stuff that men get being men uh, that women maybe don't get. It it really seems like Josh's family is not really making. They're more ogling her than they are making yeah, space for her. Ogling, and, yeah. And the thing that she said at the very end was poetic and beautiful and heartbreaking. And she's in this wedding dress, the one like the finally she oh, finds yeah. one that she like kind of likes the look of. And then she's looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, "I, I, this doesn't look right. I look like a sixteen-year-old. That it doesn't look like I'm like a the girl in a wedding dress. Just doesn't." look right i look too young 
and and like yeah, yeah I was like oh man I was floored by that <laughs> uh, it, uh, it's brutal because she sees herself as very young and like a whole life ahead of her and she's realizing that she's letting go of her youth by doing yeah, this, this yeah really poignant moment where this becomes very real for her yeah where and it's and it's made more difficult by the reality or the the fact that she does not feel welcomed as who or accepted as who she is right uh for for her past which is something that she's already conceded to giving giving up yeah so so and there's no sort of like there's no forgiveness being given to her for this there's like this judgment that what she has done is still who she is yeah which out of respect for the the mormon religion then i would say i understand that you've there's there's choices that you make when you go into that yeah and that she but she seems to have made those choices yeah uh, and is fully committed to those choices so I don't understand where the where it's coming from, where the the judgment seems to be coming from. Yeah, it, it's is is it a lack of understanding? A, it a lack of willing willingness like to understand. I don't know. Uh, and and they're asking her questions about this life that they see. It seems like they think it's exotic or yeah, or or like I mean, certainly sinful. I I believe it seems like to. When she was picking out her dresses, she she immediately didn't want one with the really long sleeves. Uh-huh. Uh, they have like the mom there saying, sort of explaining that that in their religion they see the body as a as a temple, mm-hmm. and that and that's where like the tattoos coming in and where how you should dress a certain way is sort of out of respect to that principle. Yeah, and and it's there's this like weird thing where it's two different cultures where normally, I mean, I mean, it's always two different cultures, right? It's like Mark has his own culture too. Yeah. Yeah. That he's pushing on to Nikki, uh, or, or sharing with her. I don't know if (laughs) it it seemed a little pushy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and they have a culture too, that they're, that she's trying to bridge the gap on. She's trying to really like let go of it in a way that the other, uh, immigrant uh, fiancés I've seen um, not let go of, which is an interesting, like, story to have in this, I where mean, she's it, letting it go is, of this whole life she had. This is basically the demonstration of, uh, um, of like, bringing someone from another culture and making them lose their culture. This is imperialism. What is going on is uh, yes. like you have to abandon who you were before in order to be and have this life, yeah, and be a part of my life, which is like, like we 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 that's a romantic thought in some stories, but it's also a very tragic thought to be like you have to leave all that behind. You can't be who you were, who you were growing into, yeah, um, and you have to choose to be this yeah and our culture and, and it's it seems like there's no understanding for the yeah. concept that she's letting go of her entire life yeah uh and that she and that she probably might be struggling with learning a new way just because of how different that her her way of life was mm-hmm. before 
and then just the height of expectations. And it's the wildest part is this whole story with her. It's only focused on her this whole time. And, we have no idea how Josh feels. Josh seems so just like, he's like so comfortable. It seems like the cool guy being like, oh yeah, she did show her cleavage where we were from. And he's like, yeah, I'm a Mormon with some worldly experience. Um, and he, I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed like, like, how did they meet? Yeah. Was he on a mission out there in Prague? Uh, like, Probably, I don't, I don't know, but it just, he, uh, the sense I got from him was not, was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a cool guy. I, I converted someone out in the world. I did my, did my duty and brought, brought a wife home about yeah. it. And like. Which, I mean, it seems like he's very excited to have a life with he her. He does. He does seem to like her. And for her to yeah. be a part of his family. Yeah. It's just like, it's weird that he's not, he seems so fine with it. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's aware that she feels judged. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And not accepted necessarily with open yeah. arms into their family. Huh. So, I mean, all these questions this all show brings questions. up, like yeah. it's, and that's why it's so cringy because you, you're seeing real people not know how to deal with this. Like, like we're, I'm, we're probably saying some cringy shit too. Yeah. That it's like we, it's because it's hard to talk about. And we're not experts. It's, yeah, it's so I hope hard. You, I really hope you didn't come to this show oh my God. to listen to an expert. Yeah. Because we're failing you hard. Oh, my God. It, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. The whole concept of this show is tough. It's, and you, again, you just want to believe in it. You, you know? do. You do. And that's that's why I had so many feelings about this show, where in the other reality shows, I, I kind of... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have as many feelings about it. I was just like, I want to believe in some sort of like actual true human connection here, but it's yeah. so hard. And I, and I don't know who's a manipulator and who's a, who's like actually in it. And, and like, I'm going back and forth based on different scenes because the editing is all about painting people in a certain light. Yeah. And and you don't stick with one couple. No. It, it bounces around a it, lot. So much. I was surprised. I thought one season would be about one couple. No, yeah. So many couples. And then on the on the on preview the for on, the next on there are new people. New people. Who are these people? I don't know. Uh, and then so we haven't seen Fernando and Carolina in ten months. Does or they haven't seen each other in ten months. Yeah. Does that mean that they are coming on to show this and they were in the last season or something and this is a check-in like i don't know i don't know how long it takes for them to follow each of these couples i imagine each couple is its own time you know slot and they like have multiple people multiple crews working on each like couple a lot of people there must be a lot i mean and then also these couples are like just trying to live their lives and be a couple together and are also then televised because probably it's, it might help the process along, honestly, for some of these, like having the documentation that you're a couple might help legitimize in the government's eyes, their relationship. Um, they're probably getting paid a certain amount of money to do it. Right. Inch, the like, the phrase legitimize their relationship feels like the it's gross that's, but that's like, what the government yeah does th- that's what the government right? does that's it's what, what the show require. is doing too yeah like is this a legitimate relationship does this work do we 
you know yeah in 90 days and when 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 i i mean i assume there's some sort of introduction to the relationship in the first yeah like episode or when you meet the couple and and that's the hard thing too is like even if even if none of this stuff like existed, even if the, none of this was about immigration and it was just 90 day fiance, mm-hmm. even that, that would still be about legitimizing the relationship. Yeah. And that itself is hard that people get married after a week sometimes of meeting each other. People yeah. get married at young ages. People get married at, at older ages. People choose to get married for a number of different reasons. And then people are engaged for much longer than 90 days. Yeah. Um, more frequently than not, I imagine. More frequently than not. And it's it's sort of like you can't really ever judge. Like there's some people who will get married after a week and they're married for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And there's some people who will be together for a long time, get married, and then it doesn't work out at all. And yeah. it's like you never know what's going to work for any other couple also. Like mm-hmm. you, whatever each couple is comfortable with is like what is going to work for them. And it's, you can't even judge, you can't judge a relationship based on what the conventions of a relationship are because on top of like conventions of a relationship being inaccurate, there's also, these are totally different kinds. There's like, there's age differences that are coming into play. There's, mm-hmm. and and that in a way is a cultural difference. Uh, yeah. Having age differences, there's gender differences. That's a totally different cultural thing. She's talking about wanting her place to be cleaner. Yeah. And he's been living like a bachelor with yeah. his, with his other, with his bro roommate. Yeah. And that's a cultural difference. Uh, there's all kinds of different things like exploding together, like different the only family, the only family of a bride we saw in this was Carolina's. Yeah. Well, I guess we saw we saw um, Devar's uh, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw Devar's mom, and that's that. But that's the another thing is like for the people who were in the U.S., Devar was the only person who had family who had any connection to anyone besides their uh, their fiance. Like Devar was the yeah. only person with any other people in the country. That was. Yeah, that was wild. That was a, it was only a three hour drive away from his mom too. And then you think like, oh, suddenly, oh wait, is, was he looking for this simply to be near his mom? And like that thought crosses your head because you're like, oh, Uh is this just a ploy for him? Oh yeah, because Melanie just learned about that in this episode. Yeah. Well, and then the kinds of questions that they're asking them in the talking heads, like, are they leading them to a place of paranoia? Like, Uh, is this, is this. In a natural relationship, would this meeting the mom be forced to be so soon? I mean, it's actually 69 days into the 90 yeah. days. It's, so it's it it's seems like, like it's kind of late. It's but 20, 20 days in, almost a month after coming to the U.S. And I, I mean, at, is it too is it too soon? Is it too late? Like, the thing is, they're, they met in, excuse me, they met in Jamaica. They decide to come and, and do this 90-day fiancé thing. I mean, you're ready when you're ready Yeah. to meet the other person's parents, yeah. to have someone meet your parents. You're ready when you're ready to get married. Uh, you're ready when you're ready, and you are the only one who knows when that's going to be. And sometimes you're not ready, and you just you still do it. And that's you, true. And, but you were you were ready enough, you know, and you you did meet them, and and it went fine, or it went terribly, or or whatever. 
Um, I mean, she got a, a delicious meal out she of got it. A delicious so, meal. Like, <laughs> that's a that's a good day in my book. Yeah. Ah uh, man, it's so. Ah. It's 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 a challenge. It's this a show's challenge. a challenge. But I'm not. I mean, I'm glad we watched it. It was much less depressing than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Less depressing. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't come into this thinking, oh, this is going to be depressing. I came into it thinking it's going to be uh, flat. I came into flat. it thinking it's going to be as like baseless as like The Bachelor or something. Like some sort of like reality yeah. like competition sort of thing. Interesting. Because I actually think you'd get a lot out of The Bachelor. You think I'd get a lot out of The Bachelor, huh? Yeah. You're, you've... You see things in people and like the way people are behaving and and you I think you give people a lot of leeway and empathy and I mean the reality is all the people on the bachelor are also just looking for love uh, or fame or fame right like that's uh, part of the bachelors they're on it to get seen to be seen mm, I see I see and I don't know Perhaps. if these people, like, are these people on this show to be seen or are they on this show to be, mm. I, I don't know. Are they on this show to get some I didn't something? have that thought at all. I thought, well, for, for me, I saw this and I was like, oh, none of these people are on this to just, like, get famous. Mm. But maybe there is a world where maybe there have been couples where it was apparent that this person really just wanted attention yeah. or something, you know, I don't know. That's a tough call. It is tough. That's Cause none of that come up, came up as a question in this yeah, episode. In this episode, this episode, what would you say the theme of this episode was? Yeah. <sighs> Immigration. I don't know. Marriage. It's the theme of this episode. The theme of this episode of that, of their show. I feel like the theme of this episode was displays of affection, maybe, or, or grand oh. yeah a lot of it was how do i show this person that i care about them yeah and or how am i showing this person how i care about them so a lot of it what i mean a lot of it was meeting the family yeah uh that's true it's it's and the only episode. two were were like grand gestures yeah so geez yeah he the Fernando met the family. Alexandra met the family. Me Melanie met the family. Right, right. There's five couples in this episode. Um. Uh, Melanie met the family. Yeah, that was it. And then yeah. Kyle and Noon and Mark and Nikki. Neither of them met families, but they had the grand gestures. Yes. So, yeah. Huh. Melding of worlds. Interesting. And then yeah, and then when you're how how sensitive are you when you're meeting someone's First of all, I mean, it's hard to do when you're not even culturally different from other people. Yeah. And and cult, you can be so culturally dif different just by coming from a different state. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. the cultures in the United States are so vast. Yeah. Uh, so diverse. So disparate. So separated by... <laughs> by uh, location and geography by class but oh my yeah. god it's yeah i mean it it's it really is a melting pot mm. um for better or for worse yeah and 
So, so that already is difficult. And then meeting a family, uh, Goodness. Wow. Uh, wow. What do we have to say wow. about this? I don't know. Are you going to watch more of it? No. Yeah, neither am I. I felt <laughs> it brought it brought up some like icky things. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Where I felt icky about. I mean, yeah, it does make you. I think it's important to think about, okay, what am I thinking about other cultures and yeah. genders and and marriages and what is what do i need to reevaluate for myself you does know? it bring any like do you have after watching this do you have questions that you feel like you need to address with your partner oh good question yeah right okay what do i need do i need to address things with my partner um i feel like we're really good i think okay well if 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 i'm meeting someone's family if they're meeting mine, then how can I support them mm -hmm. the most? And how can I address my concerns before meeting their family? Yeah. That seems like something that was vital. Like, I think Melanie and DeVar really did talk about it. He was yeah. very clear. He was like, I'm going to tell you if she likes you or not. I'm going to tell you, like, I think she will have a problem with who, how you look. Yeah. And who you are, where you come from. Like, I'm going to tell you that. Which was very, like, I thought there was kind of him to not sh shove her into a situation and surprise her absolutely and and i i imagine they did have more of an adult conversation about it that lasted longer than this 45 minute episode too yeah and and i definitely felt when his when he when she or when he asked his mom it like with melanie in the room how did you feel when you found out i was marrying a white woman and his mom said uh, i can't pick for him you know, yeah. I can't pick for you. He's a grown up, basically. He's a grown up. And and she's like, You know what I mean, Devar? And he's just like, his face is fallen, but he's like, Yes, I do, mom. And like, but he's like, he's got his arm on Melanie, kind of reassuring her, but like that's like the best he's going to get from his yeah. mother, it's felt like. And it was it was so, <sighs> so personal and so they were like he and his mom were now so far away from each other. And, yeah. they, and he hasn't seen her in eight months or whatever. It was um, a very diplomatic response yeah. for, for some, well, and it was the first, that's the thing. It's the first time you're meeting, you're introducing them. And this is the time you want to ask that question. Yeah. yeah that's, he couldn't have waited till she left. Waited, he yeah. couldn't have just like called her on the phone later. Yeah. Anything. It, he just, I mean, he must've been incredibly nervous about he it. He must've been incredibly nervous. And I, almost guarantee it was pushed on him from the producers of this show. So while I, I like, like that thought just makes it more uncomfortable to me um, that this show is using that dynamic, a racial dynamic for the use of entertainment and spurring this conversation at the expense of these people's relationships. Yeah. And, um, and like uh, uh yeah. feelings yeah that's it's hard it's brutal yeah. Yeah. right and and uh, the thing is that you have to wonder how much are these people aware that this is even going to happen how much are they aware that they're going to be forced into these situations yeah where they have to address these massive things these massive cultural differences that they have or or just differences honestly I mean, we don't even have to say they're cultural. They're yeah. just different people. They're different. We all have things that we're different about other people with about other people, you know, and 
And it's a lot of this world is getting and getting by in this world is learning how to accept people for who they are, learning how to love people for who they are and, and, and letting them be who they are and who they want to be and just supporting people and not getting in the way. Or at least if that's your philosophy, that's, that's maybe what you're trying to do is not spread hate but instead spread joy and love for for who other people are. Yeah. I mean, you, and that's what you want these people to reach their full potential. Yeah, you want these people to have love. I want these people to have love. Yeah. I want these people to uh, find balance between themselves within themselves. I want these people to have a full life where they do get to be who they are and also with the person they want to be with. I like we want to see it work out for people and we want to see even through all these hardships that someone, you know, values love enough to to make it important. Um yeah. we don't want to see someone valuing quote like love over themselves. That makes me uncomfortable. Over yeah. their, their own identity, over, you know, things like that. It seems like Alexandra is having a hard time valuing herself. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of her story is like, how much do I value myself over, like, what, the, over this relationship, over this person, over what I will be gaining because she's giving up so much of herself. Yeah. And that, I don't know, I feel like Carolina is having the same sort of thoughts where it's like do i keep going with this person or or is this not is this relationship worth the struggle that i'm having yeah. right now yeah and how much of herself is she she's losing a lot of herself just by being forced to stay there and not do anything giving right. up a lot of like what her life could be because she's putting it on pause for this relationship yeah and a relationship he wants his food. A it's, relationship that she doesn't get to have in this moment, too. That she's not, like, yeah. basically not having. All he could tell her is, we have to wait. And that's, that, that sucks. sucks. It, and yeah, at the end of the day, you do, you just want these people to be happy. You want them to be happy. I want them to be happy. Oh, boy. Well, Ooh, yeah. I also want you to be happy, Lisa. <laughs> I want you to be happy. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I we I want you to be happy too, Oz. I want yeah, Oz. We want you to be happy, so we'll feed you in a sec. Anything? Any other thoughts? Anything else to touch on? Um, no. Lovely. Yeah. What are you? What are you binging? I'm binging. Did I bring up Ted Lasso already? You did. But you can bring it up Fuck. again. It's yeah, so it's good. It's so good. Ted Lasso season two. I'm in the later half of it. And I'm very much enjoying the latter half. Yeah, I um, did say, right? Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. latter half, the storytelling really comes together. Very, very. It's coming together. I'm enjoying what they're doing. I am willing to go on their, their weird tangents a little more because I love the storytelling so much. Lisa, what are you binging? I've been binging Killing Eve season four. Oh, boy. And it is not what I expected. Wow. I mean, it's good. I, I like it. I mean... It's hard to rank the seasons because you, it's such a good show. Yeah. I do have a favorite season, season two. That's It's fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, and the relationship between Villanelle and Eve really comes to a head in a way that's like, 
explosive and un- what are you doing? he's just he's just begging but is season four season four is, is up there yeah so season two season four season one then season three. dang you are ranking it you haven't even yeah. finished season four yet i haven't so i have one it's episode still, left it's still in the running to become your favorite season perhaps that's true yeah but it's the final season so, so. if you're listening killing eve you got you got some if you got tricks up your sleeve, <laughs> fucking play them right now. Play them right now. Play them now. A lot of death in this season. Oh, good. I won't spoil oh, anything. Good. No spoilers. There's uh, that's that's not a spoiler. There's so much death in this show. <laughs> Where uh, that's that's all we got. That's all we got. That's it. Thank, Thank you for you. listening. Yeah. Yeah. Review us. Please it, review Apple us. Apple Podcast. Please, we would love it. Check out our Instagram. Check out our stickers. Yes. Uh, oh yes, yeah, we're selling stickers. Yeah. Please uh, send us money for stickers. If you we'll want send, stickers, we'll send, send you. you we'll send you stickers. They're pretty. They're very pretty. Adam's mom designed them. I, they, she did. She did an amazing job. And Karen, printed them. Shout out! Shout out to Karen. We uh, we love you. Mm-hmm. We do. What I want you to do right now is I want you to pull over your car. Yeah, all of you listeners, get out of your get out of your car. Stop driving. Please get out of your car. Stop you know driving. what? Uh, actually, get back in your car. Drive your car into the median. Uh, <laughs> you know, throw it right into the like you know those grassy medians. Yeah, a where, nice. Yeah, yeah. A nice knoll. Yeah, a nice knoll that you can't get that fucker out of. Um, get stuck. Uh, stab Pull those open tires. Your phone. Yeah, stab those tires. Ooh. Deflate them. Start a walk in. And then. St- Pull up your phone, then pull up open your phone. a review, and I want you to write, Adam and Lisa forced me to destroy my vehicle. <laughs> now, I have no car. I'm screwed. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Season 3, Episode 4. Our theme song was written and performed by Jacob Bernstein of Space Out Makeout. You can find them on Instagram, at Space Out Makeout. Check out their and albums. Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah. Check out their uh, music. You can find Adam on Instagram at DamnNHD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. And you can find Oz on Instagram at Ozzy the Buddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E the Buddy. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. numbers. Join us next week. Bye. Bye.